Hello everyone, this is Marilyn Raffi and you just joined the Emotional Eating Podcast. A podcast where you will learn how to recognize your emotional hunger, your physical hunger and your emotions in general. And the aim is that at one point you will finally be able to say I am an ex-emotional eater. If you enjoy this podcast and feel that you need personalized work to really accelerate your growth, then I have some good news for you. I have started taking on clients. For more information, head over to marilynraffi.com, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N-R-A-F-I-H.com, that's marilynraffi.com, to request more information and a free trial session. Hello everyone. So today we're going to talk about a really, really important and good book that I recently read called The Power of Acceptance. It's a book written in French called La Puissance de l'Acceptation by a very known author in the self-development area called Lise Bourbeau. I will link the the book uh, in the show notes, of course, if you want to read it. And just as a small introduction, uh, Lise Bourbeau, the author, she has a whole like school of self-development called Listen to Your Body and uh, many, many books. Uh, the most famous one is called uh, The Five Wounds That Keep You From Being Who You Are. So it's it's a book in French. It's called Les Cinq Blessures Qui Empêchent D'Être Soi-Même. Uh, also, I'll link it in the show notes. And it's about the fact that there are five big wounds that uh, our soul, our, our self can have, which is rejection, abandonment, treason, injustice, humiliation, or shame. Um, I might do another episode on this book, but which is around all this. It's about all those five wounds that we have before the age of seven. And after that, Uh, these wounds are reactivated. And um, this, the, these wounds and the reactivation of wounds, it's very, um, it can be applied to, to all areas of, of our, um, of our um, life. Of course, I'm going to focus on the eating behavior and how those wounds affect our eating behaviors. And you probably noticed that in many episodes, I don't talk a lot about food because food knowledge, I, I, I feel and I know and I noticed, is usually not the problem for you guys and for me. The, the problem is um, more the emotion and the other things. If you listen to this podcast, most probably you did a lot of diets. You know exactly what you eat. You know what makes you gain weight. You know what you shouldn't do. And very, uh, very, uh, the likelihood that you're very, uh, you know, educated on what to eat and not is really high. But the thing is that you cannot control yourself despite all this knowledge. Same for me. I said it in in many episodes. So I'm 36 years old. I did 21 diets in my life, my life, and I think more than 21 diets. The ones that I recalled, I counted them as 21. Uh, so I know a lot about, you know, what to eat, what not to eat. I did all the diets, keto, the keto diet, the intermittent fasting, the low fat, the eggs, the YZ, you know, the ones that you only eat eggs the and crazy things. 
on top of that, I'm a pharmacist and I have a PhD. So theoretically, if someone knows about food, it should be me. However, I cannot, uh, when before my emotional eating journey, I could not control myself. And now, I re- and then I realized, oh, actually, it's not about food. It's about more. It's about the deep emotions that I trying to numb with the food. So in order to, uh, you know, get back to the the eating behavior that I want to, to do the healthy one, the one that make me happy, etc. It's more about tackling the emotions rather than the food. And this is what we're going to do in today's episode, as many uh, episodes that we've done in the past. This is an advert for better help. So if you're listening to this podcast and thinking there are things I need to unlock in order to overcome emotional eating, then better help is for you. BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is an online platform that connects you to a suited therapist. You answer a few questions about yourself and the angle you want to focus on, and they will match you with a therapist. You can switch if you want to, completely free of charge, if your first match is not a good fit. And I personally know that starting therapy can be overwhelming. I was so scared and ashamed in my first few months. But then when I realized how it changed my life, I wanted everyone to benefit from this magic too. So with better help, there is less friction to start therapy. I will put the link in the show notes with all the details. Basically, it's betterhelp.com slash EEM. And by using this link, you help support my podcast and you get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. And I truly believe that therapy will help you understand the layers of your emotional eating. And as I say, it all starts with awareness, awareness and awareness. So for 10% off your first month, you just need to click on the link in the show notes or visit betterhelp.com slash EEM. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this channel. So the book uh, around acceptance, self-acceptance and accepting others Basically, the hypothesis behind it is that whenever we don't accept ourselves, um, our behaviors or the behaviors of others, it is because actually one of the five wounds have been activated. So uh, the five wounds, as I mentioned, are rejection, uh, abandonment, treason, injustice, and humiliation or shame. Um, And these... Uh, as the author says, are the wounds that have been activated by our parents in our childhood, uh, same sex or different sex, so father or mother, or the, the people that acted like your parents. So whenever uh, you feel that, oh, I don't accept those, I don't like those emo- the, the behavior of this person or mine, or etc., it's because either you feel rejected, humiliated, um, you know, or, or one of the five um, emotions. And to really heal, we have to accept those emotions. We have to accept the behaviors of ours and other people. And you have to do it just by noticing, without judgment. So you shouldn't uh, judge or blame or hate yourself for uh, having, uh, for feeling rejection or X, Y, Z. And I will give more examples throughout this uh, this episode so that the concept is clearer. But the most important principle in the book, the power of acceptance, is that, um, and actually, you know what? It really changed my life. I realized so many things. Is that 
the principle is that when you blame someone for of doing something, usually, very often, more, and often most of the time, they will blame us for the exact same thing. So, for example, if you blame someone, let's say, for being very difficult, a very difficult person, and let's say um, they get angry uh, very quickly or things like that, if you ask them if they perceive you as that, as the difficult person as well, they will say yes. So this is the concept of mirroring. Mirroring is what we see in others, is usually what bothers us in ourselves. And our ego is doing a trick on us. So it's a, it's about accepting things that we don't like in ourselves and you won't see it in others anymore. For example, let me give you a specific example around a difficult person, specifically around food. Okay, so the, as I said, the concept is around what you blame others uh, let's say you blame someone of doing something, usually they blame you the same thing. And this is because of mirroring, because you see in others things you don't, the things that like your behaviors that you don't like in yourself. And the example is around, let's say, a person that's difficult around eating. So let's say you go to a restaurant with a friend and she always analyzes the whole menu before deciding what to order, um, and things like that. So by itself, analyzing a menu is a neutral fact. It's neither positive or negative. But the way you interpret it um, is, is a bit negative. And this is what the person mirrored in yourself. You can interpret it as the person uh, being difficult because, you know, she analyzes the whole menu before ordering. You can also uh, uh, interpret it as a positive thing like someone who takes care of their health or or many other negatives like being arrogant to the waiter or the person analyzes the whole menu because uh, she doesn't know how to make a decision. She has a problem with decision making. She's complicated, um, you know, negative or positive. Even positive can be, oh, wow, she's so smart. She understands nutrition, and uh, that's why she analyzes the whole menu. So from a neutral fact, you make something positive or negative, and the interpretation will actually depend on the priorities you have for yourself. And this is why we say it's mirroring. So let's say you say, that, oh, they're difficult uh, because of that, and then you ask uh, them if they feel that you are a difficult person as well, definitely they will say yes or not definitely like very very high probability they might not say you're difficult in ordering food they might say oh you're very difficult in another area let's say um you're it's very hard people like you're difficult in choosing people who will be your friends or you're difficult with your kids and things like that um and the other way around you know when someone says something to you you usually uh, want to say to them, look who's talking, you do the same, you do, do you do more, um, and things like that. So next time you blame uh, someone of something or just think or judge someone on a specific aspect, just make a mental note that this is actually something that bothers you in yourself.
Alice Bourbeau has a quote in her book that she repeats uh, over and over again. Um, so I'll say it in French for those that understand French, and then I'll translate it. And it says, On ne peut devenir ce qu'on veut être tant et aussi longtemps qu'on n'a pas accepté ce qu'on ne veut pas être. Which means, you cannot become what you really want to be until and as long as you didn't, you, um, you accepted who you're who you don't like to be so basically if you really want to become someone who's uh, really good uh, very organized you need to accept that you're disorganized with non-judgment with love and say and things like that so if you want to become uh, someone that doesn't do binge eating you need to fully accept the fact that you do binge eating. It sounds really simple, but actually we don't do this. We, very often we, we are in denial of things that we don't like in ourselves. And actually this is, I found this quote really, really good. And it's, um, I just put it on my phone as a, you know, the screensaver. Every time I look at my phone, I look at this uh, sentence. So until you accept the things that you don't like in yourself, you cannot become or overcome them. And the big question is, how do we know if we actually accepted those things in me? How do I know that I accept that I am an emotional eater or that, or that I do binge eating um, and I fully accept it? And this is something also that Liz Bourbeau talks in her books. It's, she says that the moment you are kind of neutral towards this aspect of you and you see the negatives and the positives of the situation, then it means you accept the situation. So for example, if we take the about emotional eating, of course, the negative uh, for me, if I think about it when I was an emotional eater, uh, it's because of it affects my weight and it's not good for my health and because I numb my emotions. But also, if I, I think of the positive things, is that I have now a tool or kind of a weapon to know every time that I am uncomfortable and, you know, I see that I am eating beyond or out of hunger, I know that I'm not feeling well. So this is a really good tool for me. Um, and uh, especially if you think relative to other tools like alcohol and things like that, emotional eater, eating is much better. So the moment you accept all the positive, it's, uh, it means that, and the negatives, it means that you accept the situation. Thinking of other aspects of, of my life, for example, the fact that I am a control freak. So there is positive, there are negatives, and I accept both. So it means that, you know, I accept the situation and I can overcome it and I can improve. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more of it or want to share the love with others, then you can either subscribe, like, or share with a friend. So in conclusion, the book talks about the power of accepting yourself, accepting others, and uh, your, uh, you know, maybe understanding or realizing or noticing when your five wounds have been activated, rejection, abandonment, reason, injustice, humiliation, and shame. 
And really, uh, the way to do this, uh, to accept yourself and others, is start by saying, okay, people blame me of something, or start with, I blame someone of something, I judge someone of something. Therefore, it means that this is something very tricky or very special in me that you know I don't like in myself, and I see in others, people are mirroring it to me. Therefore, I need to think of this aspect and see where it came from. Did it come from uh, one of my five wounds? Did it come from my mother, from my father? What is it? And just take it with uh, neutrality, not negative. Not Don't hate yourself for this. If you hate yourself for something, you won't uh, overcome it. And then, of course, the moment that you really accept a specific um, part of yourself, you accept it and you see that there are negative and positives for, for the specific part, then you you know that you accepted this aspect fully and slowly, slowly this will fade away. It's really counterintuitive or it's really um, paradoxical because the, mo- the moment you accept it, it's going to go away. But also the moment you accept it, you don't really need it, need it to go away. But I guess that's why it leaves because you don't need it anymore. It's not your ego doesn't need to protect you anymore. And of course, linking it to emotional eating. As I said, emotional eating is not about knowing what to eat, but it's more about, you know, having more inner peace, inner love, inner happiness. And the moment you have less anger, less resentment, less, you know, all those negative emotions of when you judge someone, when you judge yourself, when you blame others, when you blame yourself, that moment your kind of well-being will increase, your level of happiness will increase. I talked about it in many other episodes and therefore binge eating will decrease. So the aim here is to really understand different aspects of us, what affects our happiness and well-being and what we're trying to numb with food. So self-acceptance, self-acceptance and accepting others, they go together, is one of the key, key, key area of um, you know decreasing emotional eating and I just want to let you know that this is not a one-off thing you will accept yourself in one specific thing like I was a perfectionist and in some way I still am uh, which I hated in myself uh, because it meant that I procrastinated and things like that. And I started accepting. And same for the control freak. And then uh, the other aspect around emotional eating. And there's always going to be aspects of yourself that you kind of unlock uh, slowly, slowly. And people go like all their life trying to better themselves. So just be patient with yourself. And as long as you see improvement in emotional eating, how can you assess that you improved your emotional eating? Let's say you do three binges a day. If you do then three a week, uh, then this is huge, 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 huge improvement. Or what can it be? It can be like you used to binge on uh, five uh, packets of uh, biscuits and then you binge on, I don't know, like one... uh, one piece of bread, also huge improvement. It's going to take time. It's not about putting pressure on yourself, but it's about understanding how you can assess your progress. And as always, wishes for today. May you fully accept yourself and may you fully accept others. <laughs>